0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: When you get to do this, what I'm doing every day, and you get to do it here um, under the circumstances of what we've done over the last several years, it's hard to get upset or get down. Why would you do that? I mean, I've talked to people today, friends, uh, a really good friend, his wife has cancer today. Recently, my uncle passed away. I got my, my, my grandkids out in Arizona. I mean, why would you permit uh, a game to drag you down like that? I got, um, I, I feel uh, really good about the future, very strong about the future, whether it's on or off the baseball field. So why would you permit moments to drag you down like that? It's just been wonderful. I explained it all. Right,
0: yeah, yeah, sure. That's
1: my point. So if you were there, right. there's no pushback necessary. Even today, uh, this year's been difficult for a lot of different reasons, but even those that were critical of last year, why would you be? Um, you, know, you can see how tough 95 wins is right now. Um, so there's nothing to be hypercritical about at all. Um, I'm so proud of that group out there and to be part of this um, and have nothing to lament about this season whatsoever. We had some you know, tough moments. Uh, injuries have uh, played a part in this, uh, but overall, I'm, I'm I cannot be more uh, pleased or part of this group. Part of the students, there's no a lot of this
2: this,
1: so this year has been difficult for a lot of different reasons, but even those that were critical of last year, why would you be? Um, you, know, you can see how tough 95 wins is right now. Um, so there's nothing to be hypercritical about at all. Um, I'm so proud of that group out there and to be part of this, um, and have nothing to lament about this season whatsoever. We had some, you know, tough moments. Uh, injuries have uh, played a part in this, uh, but overall, I'm I'm I cannot be more uh, pleased or proud of this group. And
3: it's part of it too. <clears throat> your self-confidence, knowing that there's going to be opportunity, whether here or yeah. Somewhere.
1: Well, I mean, I, I like getting back to a lot of these questions, either you're confident or you're not. So when you ask me a, a question like that, I'd be honestly, I'd tell you straight up. If I thought I should have done something different, I would promise you I would. But I don't. Um, and that's not being egotistical by any means. I was asked to do some things differently this year, and I did. So I'm sorry to
3: report to my friends in Chicago. The nightmare continues.
2: Chicago Tribune sports page. Really? Column by Stephen... Rosenbloom? Rosenblum?
0: Steve Rosenblum.
2: You know him? Never heard the name heard before. No. Yet. Steve Rosenblum. I think Chance the Rabbi is the way to go.
0: Brian Peruke. <laughs> well, when's he coming back? I said, do you want to come back? And it was an emphatic, no. We're glad he misses us.
2: Sitting in for Mike Esposito, who's sitting in for Jordan Burnfield, who's sitting in for Wayne Randazzo, who's sitting in for Mark Grody, who's sitting in for Brian Peruke. It's Matt Spiegel. This is funny because we're trying so hard to make this funny and it's not funny. They suck so you don't have to. Baseball is full of suck right now. For some reason they sing. With oh, A duck duck here and a quack quack there, right? Take the last train to Turdsville and we'll meet you at the station. Take the last train to Turdsville. They're in need of sanitation, don't you know? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. They won't stop singing. Neato. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's a master's course in stupid. You're tapping two kegs of stupid, and it is really flowing. What percentage is five bucks uh, on a hundred?
0: They have celebrity rebukes. This is Wayne Messmer, senior executive vice president of the Wolves. You know, in all my years involved in sports and many teams, I have never. Been involved with something that sucks so badly. The three
2: words that best describe this show are as follows and I quote Stink,
0: stank, stunk.
2: It's Rosenbloom and Spiegel on WSCR 670 the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Good morning, and welcome in eleven forty, the start of Saturday suckage, which sucks even more than usual on Saturday. We suck, so you don't have to, but it could not overcome the technical suckage, which is a new garage band that will be opening at Lollapalooza. And on the uh, in the opening, you heard Joe Madden and Joe Madden and Joe Madden and Joe Madden and Joe Madden. And And I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's David Schuster. And that is Saturday Suckage at a perfect start.
0: No, that sucks. Stop that now. Read, David. This segment brought to you by Valparaiso University. The satisfaction that comes with living to your full potential is immeasurable. It's a quality of life that Valparaiso University graduates enjoy every day. At Valpo, your full potential receives our total commitment. Visit valpo.edu to request information, apply, or schedule a visit. And did you see the tweet by our boss, Mitch, (laughs) sort of previewing the show today? Have you right. seen it? Yes. Okay. He
2: tweeted out a picture of a toilet seat. It's now, so this Afropos. is the man who puts Saturday suckage on the air. So gig is not You know, it's so, right.
0: it's so funny, real quickly, because I know we were up against it already. I, I I We're building a powder room where I live right now. So I went to buy a throne yesterday. If I knew that Mitch was out scouring you know, the neighborhood, I would have had him pick this one up and would have saved me 150 bucks. There you go.
2: I'd have a new radio partner. All right, now, Zach. There
1: The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country. A villain, big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won.
2: Our favorite guest and our favorite walk-up music... To talk baseball with a football walk-up, joining us now on the Alpamani Ford hotline, Alpamani Ford five hundred new and used vehicles to choose from. We choose Mark Gonzalez, Gonzo. John Facenda makes it all seem very important, and it's far better than the baseball you've watched the last two weeks. How you doing, Gonzo? I am just dandy. How are you guys? We're doing good. I have I have a question. I want to call BS on Joe Madden on how he's allowed to reframe the idea of when he's his going away speech yesterday was all about, wow, three CSs, man. I'll tell you, man. It's, would you have taken that when we came in, man? And it seems to me the promise was a World Series and then multiple World Series. It seems like he tried to reframe everything to make sure that he came out looking and smelling sweet. I called BS on that. What did you make of the the Madden... Monologue and the answers to his questions yesterday.
3: I expected it. Uh, you know, he's strengthening his credential or, or trying to reinforce his credentials by saying that. I don't blame him. Uh, at the same time, we all know that the objective was singular, and they fell short because the, the objective was to go to the World Series this year. They're not going to do it, um, but. He's not pointing fingers, unlike some people, or some people are insinuating. So I give him credit for that.
0: Hey, Mark, you and I have talked about this, and so have so many other people, you know, who are as close to the team in the media. He just looks like a man who knows he's got a job somewhere else next year, so he's not really all that bothered. It's part of his personality. I mean, he he seems to be happy-go-lucky, you know, a major majority of the time anyway. But for me. He knows he's got an, another job somewhere next year. Who knows? Maybe his agent, even behind the scenes, is already, even though you're not supposed to, has talked to a few uh, people outside the organization. Other teams. Are you picking up on that as well?
3: Yeah, I, I think he's got got some options. I'm not sure if it'll be the ones he likes, but um, if you uh, kind of trace back some of the things he said about about other teams, uh, you can connect the dots. I mean, he he praised the. Uh, the Mets a lot when we were in New York about their talent. He said he's always liked them, had an eye on them from spring training. So, wink, wink, wink. Uh, you can say <laughs> he's had his eye on there. And then we were in San Diego. We said, yeah, they're, they're uh, a tough, uh, uh, perky team, you know, with a lot of young talent. And that kind of fits almost what he inherited, inherited uh, in Chicago with exception of, uh, you know, he's got a more uh, decorated boss to work with here than the guy in San Diego. So, um, he's he's got an eye on it, and then there's Philadelphia. You know who knows what happens there, but I think Philadelphia would be a a, a very attractive landing spot for him, and for the fighting Phillies if they decide to, to make a change with their manager.
2: Mark Gonzalez of the Tribune joins us talking Cubs, talking Joe Madden. Joe Madden sounds like the the free agent to be, praising every city he goes to, and just to make sure to, he 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 builds up a bidding war and has his options. But Joe Madden's Joe Madden's resume to me, Gonzo, start, you, you You look at winning the World Series in a place that hadn't happened since Frank Chance was the manager. And since then, there was a return visit to the NLCS. Then there was a September choke. And then there was an August-September choke. So there has been a devolution of his teams. They have failed. Joe Madden has managed them. Do you blame Theo and Jed? Do you blame... Joe Madden, do you blame the players? Because this choke in the last two years, when it mattered most, is undeniably part of this story and something that whoever the survivors are will have to deal with. Who do you put the most blame on and why?
3: Most blame would be on the front office, and, I, and I'll explain why. After 2018, or excuse me, 2017, you could cut them some slack. You know, they, they were fatigued going into that season. Uh, they had a battle. They got a, a good push in, in, until September, and they showed up and played very well. only you know, ran to the Dodger bust. Uh, the Dodgers were just destined uh, to win the league after what happened the previous season when the Cubs humbled them, and then rebounding. You know, going into 2018, these guys said, "Okay, we're we'll recharged. We didn't go to the World Series, but you know, we're we'll recharged. We we have the determination." Well, um, they fell short in the second half, and I thought right then. There was a trend because, you know, guys were some guys were declining or they weren't ascending as they should have coming off the World Series. That's two years in a row. I thought that they should have made some changes. Uh, they did they elected not to do so. They put it on the manager, and then this year, um, same things happened. And I will add this add this when I include the players. Is I found a high degree, a high lack of accountability. There was always the same guys. Talking after games. some guys that made errors or struck out in key situations were in the clubhouse, and David can verify that for me.
2: Well, that's interesting. Then the, the players talked about wanting to have more accountability, and Theo echoed that when he talked about his exit interviews. So bring a,
3: bring a shovel. Bring a shovel. It's a foot deep already. <laughs> <laughs> and put put on some boots with that because felt <laughs> they they all fell short. They all need to blame for that.
2: How do you how do you think the front office deals with the, the idea of choke. How do they identify which players they cannot trust to win anymore? And a lot of these players were guys who won a World Series under impossible circumstances, seemingly. Well,
3: how would you feel if you're a manager and and front office goes to the player saying, what do you think? I mean, it's like the, 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 grand, the grandparent little kid syndrome. You go around you know, the parent instead of dealing directly with the parent. I mean I we'll I, I, get,
2: I get that and I truly believe Theo would have fired Joe Madden after last year if last season if he had the money to do it. I believe that all of the 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 tight financial constraints that the Ricketts placed on Theo included the manager. He wasn't going to pay $6 million. Ricketts was not going to or Theo didn't want to go into Tom Ricketts' office and say, I need you to pay $6 million for this guy not to manage a team, and we had to find somebody else. I truly believe we wanted to get rid of him last year. And the idea that Theo demanded urgency and Joe was laissez-faire, Mr. Mr. Joe Cool, that they never got together. They were never synchronized. Well, you knew what
3: you're getting with, Joe, because of what happened in Tampa Bay. It kind of faded late there. And Joe manages a baseball team like a football coach coaches his football team. You have assistants, you coach the coaches, and the assistant coaches coach the players. And so you knew what you were getting, and Joe, to his credit, did what he was told to do, which is to be more hands-on uh, with the players in terms of hitting and all that, which is his forte. And also the, 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 the study, you know, bone up on the millennials, and he did that, and these some of these guys just – didn't change so at some point you can't you can't go through three hitting coaches three pitching coaches i mean it's, it's they're not dummies these guys have worked hard so your next step is you know look at the players and look at yourself for putting your faith in these guys it's like the old the old scene at animal house you you know you, you trusted us you,
0: you you
2: bleeped us face it founder you bleeped up you trusted <laughs> us
0: <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> yep. hey, all right. Hey go. hey Mark. Mark, I'm 100% behind you. I I pin uh, the tail of blame also most mostly. I mean it's on everybody of course, but mostly on the front office because as we all know, this was a flawed roster coming into the season. It was lacking in certain areas. And though they made some moves you know, at the trading deadline, most of those moves were basically Band-Aids at best. I mean, Castellanos obviously was f- fantastic, but everything else really wasn't. But now the, bi- the big question is, because Theo has already gone on record, I even mean, he was with you guys yesterday saying, I'm not going anywhere, so what does he do to try and get this roster back up to snuff? Somebody seemingly, and it's going to be a big name, seemingly is going to have to be dealt to try and get some players. Who's that person going to be? I think it's the third baseman. So do I.
3: I'd like to see him stay. I think he's one of the few countable guys. i mean, been going back to spring training when he talked about Harper and Trout, how that affected his contract in Asia. I think he was one of the few guys that was a stand-up in there. But you got to look at the big picture. He's got two years left that he's under team control. And at this point, um, you got to say maybe we get, we get the most for him in return. And also – you know, the the contract as well, and the fact that he's been beat up. You know, he's played on one knee for, for three months, did the best he could, and then you look back to the, the shoulder injury last year, you kind of wonder, um, can he get through a season healthy? And I'm saying that only because he plays hard.
2: We're talking with Mark Gonzalez of the Tribune. We're talking Cubs here at the end of the season and, and who gets the blame and who comes and who goes and and the, the idea that they might have to move, they have to move a core player or two or wherever, you are then relying on your ability to make those kind of deals and be smart with those kind of... Theo's traded better than he has signed free agents. He did really good with Jason Hayward, if you were signing for a speech, with John Lester if you wanted an ace. Um, those have, It's been a while, but he, but he has traded far better. And I don't know if you're giving away, if you're trading Chris Bryant, it means you're trading the best player in the deal, and you usually lose those deals. What could make that worthwhile?
3: Well, I think he's got to identify the teams that provide a match. I always thought that before the Padres signed uh, Machado that San Diego be a, a destination for Chris because the Padres have a really deep arm system and I thought the, the Cubs could address certain needs there but they got Machado and Tatis on the left side not sure that's going to happen although you know the Padres need to make a splash soon you know the fox running on the GM so we'll see what happens there but I think you just got to identify the right team and the right prospects um, you need some also some major league ready guys because I don't think this this fan base want just wants to go into a total rebuild. I think if you look at what the Yankees did a few years ago when they traded Chapman and got guys like Claver Torres in return, you know they got a nice package for Randy Miller, and they were back in it uh, quickly. So I think that's, that's the model you look at.
2: All right, Gonzo, we have, we have texters who want to know if you're underwater or if you're doing a bong as a tribute to the Wake and Bake show, given the noises behind you during this interview.
3: Oh, there was just a bu- a big bus that pulled up in front of Sugar Fire, which is a pretty good barbecue place. Oh, but uh, I'm I'm not going there. I'm going to my my uh, my pizza place across the street.
2: righty, then. Well, we wish you good luck getting there. Don't get thrown out on the bases, or you get signed by the Cubs, and you don't want to have that happen. <laughs> Gonzo. You guys,
3: didn't, you guys didn't even ask me who I thought the next manager might be, or who they want. Who do you, who do they want? Uh, who do bar- you think the next
2: manager? Who, are they two different people? Who it will be, and who they want?
3: Yeah, I think they'd want a Charlie McCarthy type, but you'd have to hire an Edgar, Edgar
2: Bergen, right? Right, so?
3: <laughs> I'll leave it at that. How's uh. that?
2: <laughs> well, I, does, that, does that make David Ross the dead ringer? Does that make Mark Loretta the guy? Are those two two puppeteer, two puppet candidates?
3: No, I, I think I think in fairness to David, I've seen him light some guys up from day one. Yes. So uh, the whole thing about this thing being, you know, incestuous, going through a building wide search, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's necessarily a bad thing. If you're including David and, and Mark, but uh, David can light some fires. I've seen it before. It's just going to be how how up to speed he is with, with uh, the game game in progress. If he if he decides to take the job, but he's learned under some pretty good guys, including Bobby Cox.
2: The idea of lighting up guys that you once played with, it's one thing to light up a teammate in a locker room when you're that guy, as David Ross was the sheriff. And and to do it as a manager with guys you used to play with, a lot of coaches, managers have found that to be a difficult transition, one that they couldn't get over with certain players who were key players, important players in that clubhouse.
3: Well, too bad, because this team uh, is in a mini-crisis right now in terms of where they're at. Uh, with, with their hopes of uh, contending, and not, not that not being the case, they're going to need some some uh, fires lit here. So I think David's capable
2: of doing that. All right. Well, we'll look forward to that, Gonzo. Thanks, thanks for t- thanks for your time, and thanks for the walk-up music. Anytime. Take care, guys. All thanks, right. Mark. Mark Gonzalez, Chicago Tribune, talking about the Cubs. We'll uh, take a break. When we come back. We'll talk some Bears, my friend, with Mark Grody. This used to be his show, but he's on this show and he'll be back on this show, and then we'll tell you the rest of it on a day that sucked from the start and continues to as we make sure that happens. He's Schuster. I'm Rosenbloom, Saturday suckage. But you knew that. You knew the sound of it. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score.